Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas, building a network to connect 40 million people to the internet, cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a sinkhole swallowed eight priceless sports cars. The movement to protect dreamers is still divided on the details. By Izzy Lepowski. Wednesday morning, Todd Schulte stood before a podium dressed in a gray suit and orange tie to talk about the urgent need for legislation that protects undocumented people who came to the United States as children, also known as dreamers. Since Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced the Trump administration's intention to rescind an Obama-era protection for DREAMers called Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, immigration advocates like Schulte have rushed to get such legislation passed. Wednesday's speech was hardly the first time Schulte has given such a talk. As president of the tech-backed immigration advocacy group FWD.US, he's helped lead Silicon Valley's idealistic drive to pass immigration reform since 2013. But this time around, standing inside the Chamber of Commerce building in Washington, D.C., Schulte, a former Democratic political operative, knew he was pleading the case for dreamers to a much broader and more receptive audience than ever before. There are not many issues in life when 85% of the American public agrees, when 91% of Democrats agree, when 84% of independents agree, and when 80% of Republicans agree, Schulte said. And that's just a Fox News poll. Such bipartisan consensus would normally be seen as a blessing in our politically polarized times. And yet, the broader the movement grows, the more divided it becomes. It's true that the Trump administration's ultimatum to Congress, legalize DACA or else, has helped form a big tent over the heads of dreamers. Roughly 800 business leaders signed a letter urging Congress to pass a DREAM Act, 
which would grant Dreamers permanent residency in the United States. About 40 of those businesses went to Washington Wednesday to lobby members of Congress, and 100 of them have signed on to the newly formed Coalition for the American Dream. That group, founded with the explicit purpose of lobbying for the DREAM Act, has made strange bedfellows of left-leaning tech companies and ultra-conservative groups like the Chamber of Commerce and the National Association of Manufacturers. For Schulte, who watched the Comprehensive Immigration Reform Bill die in 2013 due to conservative squeamishness, this kind of widespread support on both sides of the aisle is a sure sign of progress. But in the rush to pass a DREAM Act before the government stops renewing DACA permits on March 6th, some fear that lobbyists and conservative groups may make political concessions in order to get Republican lawmakers on board. Groups like United We Dream and the California Immigrant Youth Justice Alliance have emphasized the importance of a clean DREAM Act, which protects DREAMers without funding additional border security or internal immigration enforcement. They've taken these demands not only to Republicans on Capitol Hill, but to Democratic elected officials as well. In September, activists from California Immigrant Youth Alliance interrupted a Nancy Pelosi press conference, shouting, We are not your bargaining chip, in response to her having announced a DACA agreement with President Trump. Meanwhile, BuzzFeed News recently reported that LULAC, a leading Hispanic organization, has lost staff recently due to the group's decision to work with the Trump administration. For undocumented people at the center of this fight, all the realpolitik bargaining in Washington will have personal repercussions. We're asking them to not implement policies that are going to go against our families, says Juan Guzman, an organizer with United We Dream, who is himself undocumented. That is the main ask. Don't come to my house and use my information so you can go after my mom and my dad. That tension hasn't gone unappreciated by conservative members of the movement. These are the people for whom the details really do matter, and we ought to listen to their voice as they tell us in real terms the impact that various proposals would have on them, says Neil Bradley, chief policy officer at the Chamber of Commerce. And yet, he says, we can't fail to act because we're going to let the perfect be the enemy of the good. No piece of legislation is going to be perfect, Schulte adds. It's going to have things people don't love. The proposals currently on the table vary in the number of undocumented people they protect and the additional immigration enforcement provisions they include. The most generous proposal, the American HOPE Act, introduced by Democrat Luis Gutierrez, a representative from Illinois, would apply to some 3.5 million people who came to the United States before the age of 18 and have lived here continuously since December 31, 2016. Unlike DACA, it requires no minimum educational attainment or military service. After eight years with protected status, people would automatically be enrolled for a green card. On the opposite end of the political spectrum is the Succeed Act, introduced by Republican Senators Tom Tillis of North Carolina, James Langford of Oklahoma, and Orrin Hatch of Utah. It would apply only to people who were younger than 16 when they came to the United States and who have been here since June 15, 2012. They would need to either have graduated college, served in the military for three years, or been continuously employed for four years. 
they wouldn't be able to sponsor family members for green cards until they themselves were citizens, a process that can take more than a decade. According to the Migration Policy Institute, the SUCCEED Act would cover about half as many people as the American HOPE Act. It would also require DREAMers to relinquish their right to due process if they're found to have fallen out of compliance with the bill and require people on tourist visas to also waive their right to due process if they've overstayed their visas. Schulte believes the end result will be a bill that both offers DREAMers a path to citizenship and enhances border security. FWD.US would not support a bill, he says, that includes what's called internal enforcement, which extends well beyond the border. We do not think that should be part of this deal, he says. Meanwhile, Bradley of the Chamber of Commerce says, any viable path forward, and by viable I mean something that can get enacted, I would anticipate we would be supportive of. As for the Coalition for the American Dream, it would support any permanent legislative solution that allows dreamers to work and live in the United States. Brian Walsh, a spokesperson for the group, declined to provide additional information on what exactly the details of that legislation should include. Walsh said the group's focus is on getting one of these solutions passed before the end of this year. If Congress waits until March, hundreds of thousands of DREAMers could lose their protection before a law goes into effect. What unites these groups is a shared desire to pass something before time runs out. And yet, for people like Guzman, it's those details that matter. The difference between, say, the SUCCEED Act and the American HOPE Act is the difference of more than a million people being eligible for protection or not. It's the difference between being able to reunite with family and waiting more than a decade to do so. Guzman says he's heartened by the overwhelming support DREAMers have received recently. The fact that you have the most important CEOs telling everyone you have to get this fixed is positive, he says. He only hopes that support is strong enough to withstand the kind of partisan backscratching that could risk threatening the very families this broad-based movement originally set out to protect. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a sinkhole opened up under the National Corvette Museum. Right now. Betty called me at six in the morning. She thought it was a fire. It was worse. A sinkhole opened up under our museum. Eight priceless Corvettes had plunged into it. Chubb was there within hours. They helped make sure it was safe. We had everyone we needed to get our museum back up and running. And we opened the next day. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.